Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So Jesus knew what was coming. And it seems like the gospel writer wanted to make this very clear. John writes, It was before the festival of the Passover, and Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to pass from this world to the Father. When you know your time's up, your focus suddenly becomes razor sharp. You uh, all of a sudden prioritize what matters the most in your life, what you see as most significant, most important. Of of course, that would make sense for us. And I think that's the point that John is trying to make here, that what Jesus is doing here in these last few moments with his disciples, as his life is approaching its end, really matters. It matters for the disciples It matters for us. What happens here tonight in this supper is the key that will make sense of everything that the disciples and and we are about to uh, experience in these coming days. So we heard it in the gospel. Jesus removed his outer garment. He put a towel around his waist. He put some water in a basin And he begins to wash the feet of his disciples. Now, uh, foot washing in the time of Jesus was not an an unusual practice. It was so unusual about this uh, episode, this scene, is the person who is doing the washing. You see, the one that they had placed all their hope in, the one that they had come to recognize as their teacher and their master, and the Lord, was now acting like a servant to them, was now humbling himself to to the point of being a slave. You can understand their shock. You can understand their discomfort, their confusion. You see, Jesus is revealing something here about God that is so, so important. And it's something that at times we too, like the disciples, can really struggle to receive, to accept about God. The word for me that best captures what Jesus is revealing here in this scene is participation. We often talk about the that foot washing as an act of humble service, and it is. But I want to suggest that even deeper, the, the foot washing speaks to us about a God who wants to enter deeply, fully. Sorry about the interruption. Before we, we, uh, we pause, I was suggesting that uh, the foot washing uh, invites us to acknowledge and to accept uh, a God who is willing to move into our lives without any reserve. This is not anything new, of course, when we uh, 
consider the images of God in the Bible from the very beginning where we see a God who wants to participate, who wants an active involvement in our lives. Throughout the scriptures, God is not shy about making his desire for us known. He's longing to be personal and intimate uh, in, in his relationship with his people. His, his desire to, to know us and to be known by us. St. Francis de Sales says that love always seeks union and that is so true of the heart of God. Always desiring to be participating in life with us, united with us, one with us. We see this so powerfully in the baptism of Jesus. You know, Jesus was baptised not because he was sinful, but because he wanted to immerse himself, he wanted to participate fully in our human life, even if that eventually meant becoming like a slave, washing dirty feet. What an image of God. No wonder Peter struggled. God doesn't do this. Well, Peter, he actually does. That's God's heart, to participate fully in our lives and in, in the lives of all those that he loves. And that, of course, is the meaning of the cross. God participating in our lives in the fullest, most complete, most perfect, most powerful kind of way. It seems to me in this episode of the foot washing, Jesus is not just making a statement about God, but in a hidden kind of way, he's asking the disciples and he's asking us a very important question. It's almost a little test as we head into this, this journey of the Triduum. Will you allow God to be this way with you? Will you give God permission to serve you, to participate deeply and fully in all the areas of your life, even those that you see as dirty, as unworthy. What we come to understand in this episode of the foot washing is that there is a very important difference between following Jesus and allowing Jesus to participate in our lives. Often we can be like Peter, huh? We uh, acknowledge Jesus for who he is and we honour Jesus. We, we respect him. We might come to him for favours. We, we, we hold Jesus up as we should, as our Lord and as our Saviour. But there is something in us that can find it very difficult to accept the idea of a God who empties himself for us. Who, who, who becomes small, weak, a God who sacrifices himself for us. Never, Peter said, never shall you wash my feet. And our hearts too can have that kind of reaction to that image of God. Giving God permission to come down to our level to wash us can be one of the most challenging human endeavours. Maybe because it, it threatens our pride that fulfilment that we get from, from doing things ourselves, thinking that you know, we don't need any help. Or maybe we just 
feel like we don't deserve that kind of attention from God, that kind of compassion, that kind of love. Of course, that is true, but, but our unworthiness is never a problem for God. You see, Jesus knows that unless we can accept this kind of God, this kind of love, then the cross is not going to have the impact it's supposed to have. You see, the, the cross is the ultimate foot washing, of course. It's the, through the cross that, that, that Jesus washes not just our feet, but our sin, our shame, everything that holds us back from life. And Jesus knows that the cross can only touch the lives of those that are willing to receive it those who are prepared to allow God to come down to their level, to participate fully in their lives. And so the first question of Holy Thursday for us is, will you allow God to participate? Will you allow him to wash your feet? The second question is this, will you participate in return? You see, this, this foot washing, it happens within the context of the meal that Jesus has with his disciples. And of course, it's a meal that we now call the Eucharist. This meal is all about participation. It's all about participation. In Luke's Gospel, in the Last Supper, Jesus says to his disciples, how I've longed to share this Passover with you. Every time we receive the Eucharist, we're reminded of God's longing for union, God's desire to participate in our lives. But on the flip side, St. Paul says, he reminds us today in the second reading, that, that the Eucharist is not only the way that God participates in our life, but it's also the way that we participate in the life of God. St. Paul said, until the Lord comes, therefore, every time you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you are proclaiming his death. In other words, every time that you receive the Eucharist, you are touching in to the saving power of God. Every time. Not just once a year at Easter, but every time you receive the Eucharist, you're uh, entering into that 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 power that love that brings life out of every death that we may experience earlier in john's gospel jesus says unless you participate in this meal you can have no life in you no true life that's why the church over the years has been so strong about us receiving communion every week not because the church wants to be controlling, but because in her wisdom, as we listen to Jesus in the scriptures, we recognize that we're desperate for this meal. If we want to truly survive and thrive in life, it's the Eucharist is the most complete way here on earth that we participate in the life of God. It's important for us to acknowledge too on this special night as we uh, 
celebrate the gift of Eucharist. If, if we want to participate truly in the Eucharist, we need to know it's not just about receiving it. To truly participate in this meal, it means to see in the Eucharist the desire of a God who longs for us. To participate in the Eucharist means to see in it the perfect offering of Jesus, his body and blood, which heals us and which saves us. To participate in the Eucharist means to allow God through the Eucharist to wash our feet, to welcome him, to receive him into all the parts of our life. And finally, to participate in the Eucharist means to enter into the lives of others in the same humble, loving way that Jesus enters into our life. And that's what Jesus says in the end of the Gospel. You call me Master and Lord, and rightly so I am. If I then, the Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you should wash each other's feet. I've given you an example so that you may copy what I have done for you. When you've truly allowed God to participate in your life, you can't help but want to respond by do, doing the same for others. Now, I know that there are many of you at home who are thinking to yourself, well, I'd love to participate in this meal, if only I could. I want you to know that we, uh, we are hurting with you, and um, it's difficult. It's difficult for us uh, in front of camera to receive the Eucharist when I know there are so many at home who, who can't and, and who are longing for it. But here's what I want to suggest to you. Yes, the Eucharist is a sure way of us receiving God's presence, of participating in the life of God, but the Eucharist is not magic. It's our faith and it's our desire for God that makes the Eucharist what it is. So if your deep desire is for union with God, for communion... I want you to have every confidence that given this situation, God will meet you in that desire, even without the Eucharist. What parent would allow their child to uh, sit there starving before their eyes? I want you to be confident that if you bring your hunger to God, he will satisfy it. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.